I'm recording. As am I. If you wanna jam. Welcome to Slam Jam. Alright, alright. <laughs> I was just checking the sound. Thank you. We'll, we'll probably pull up Audacity before we do that. <laughs> <laughs> now you want now you want to do it? Welcome to the Slam Jam. Space all Jam. Right, right. Welcome to the Space Jam. Oh. Welcome to the yeah. Space Jam. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The song is called Space Jam. Do, do your chance, do your dance. Yeah, the Space, space Jam. jam. Alright, alright. All right. <laughs> Here's awesome. your chance, do your dance if it feels right. We're gonna take it in overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. You skyrockets in flight next? Skyrockets. In flight. Afternoon delay. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, we're done with that. <sighs> All right. Hello, you. <laughs> Amelia. Are you just... <laughs> 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 it's my fault. Sort of breathing in, he's going to talk. I was like, "Is he going to do something?" Like, threw me off. Okay. Take seven. <laughs> I'm done. Take nine. <laughs> God, what are we laughing about? I hate you. You're fired. I know. You can sit in the corner and listen. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> what is going on? Jack, do you no. know what's going on right now? Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Alright, now, okay, we're going to do it right now. Oh, shoot. Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I hear about this on like a people on newscast and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Stop it, Justin. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one one seven of the Gen- Generation Gaming Podcast. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> he's, got, he's trying to cover his face up. He's laughing. I don't know why he's laughing. I hate you. Sick of something that's not funny. AIDS. Oh God! Thank you. Good funny. job. But now I think of the South Park episode where uh, Jared has AIDS. <laughs> I want to give AIDS to everybody. Oh God! Including children, which I think I actually. Believe. South Park called that him having given AIDS to children. Yeah. Um, anyways, <clears throat> hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one hundred and seventeen of the Generation Gaming Podcast. I'm talking really fast right now. Uh, I'm your host again this week, Tyler, and we are joined by the original cast here. Well, not the original cast, but the, the usual, <laughs> usual cast. But <laughs> also with me is my good friend Jack. Say hello. Hey, everybody. I said say hello. Hello. Thank you. 
I'll go back to what you're saying. <laughs> oh man, I'm doing all right. <laughs> been working, been slaving, been doing whatever the hell I had been doing, pretty much. So, yeah, I've just been enjoying my little R and R time for the few days off that I do have. But uh, anyway, how have you been doing? I'm doing all right. It's another week. I had Monday off. That was nice. I have this Friday off. That's also gonna be nice. What? Why are you laughing? I don't know. Okay. Well, also with us, as you heard, is Justin. Justin, say hi. Hi. Thank you. Continue talking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hello. Um, my week has been good. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's been ever since we record. He just can't stop laughing. No. Everything's been going good. I've been playing some really cool games, especially uh, one, actually two, still. So that's good. Yeah. And the weather's been pretty nice, so that's it's awesome. So we're in a nice little mixture of what's right before really it's going to get cold, but it's still kind of warm out. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, good. it's like one of the few good weeks around in Iowa of the year. I would agree. Temperature-wise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think all of us do, sounds like we're doing pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Nothing exciting going on. That's good, I guess. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into what we've been playing. We'll go in the usual order. We'll jack... All right. Well, anyway. What have you been playing? Sorry. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Anyway, what we've been doing is, well, I've been doing, is I've been playing Ninja Gaiden 2 for the NES. Well, the 3DS NES version from their virtual console with a thing and the ding and the thing and you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's been predominantly what I have been playing Ninja Gaiden 2 over the past, like, few days. You know, I've been working so much that, uh... It's basically what I've been just playing off and on, like, for my little breaks and stuff. And I gotta say, though, the game, I feel, is even a little bit harder than in terms of the original. Because you have a lot of these AI characters, like how it was in the first game. And I'm still going to say this, though, but I absolutely hate freaking birds in video games after playing these freaking games. Because how it is, with the Ninja Gaiden games, or even in the older NES games in general, you have a thing that's called knockback, or like a, like a knockback or a kickback or whatever, that whenever your character is hit, he's going to jerk back all the way until he either falls into a pit, mm-hmm. or just gets knocked around into another enemy and then you lose all your life, pretty much, in some sort of endless combo. Mm-hmm. So, what I had been doing is obviously I've been using the, like, a save state feature for the 3DS, because if I hadn't have been doing that, I would have to constantly restart over from, like, uh, the various stages, and that's kind of a little bit of uh, a pain in the ass nowadays, especially if you just want to go through this game in a few hours, as as opposed to, say, spending about, what is it, like, 10 or 15 just trying to progress past certain stages? Yeah. (laughs) But from I'm sorry, but isn't that kind of what you did, Justin, with uh, Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Okay. Was well, the, the state, state, uh, the state, state. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think I should go back and play like older games that I struggled with quite a bit. Just, just do it to see all the levels and enjoy it. Like, I'm not the greatest old Mario player game, but yeah, yeah, it was fun doing that. Yeah. Go. I'm sorry, Jack. Go on. Well, you know, like I was saying though. Like, this year, I've been testing out the save states with a lot of the older games, and I'm finding myself enjoying the older games more, considering that I don't have to go back and replay levels if I don't want to. I can go forth and just reload a certain point, and then go forth and just keep on playing 
as if uh, I didn't lose any lives or something like that. It's a lot more forgiving, which I oh, yeah. love that. <laughs> it's more like a modern day game. Yeah. Way. Yeah, exactly. So, right now with Ninja Gaiden 2, I'm at stage 7-2, which I'm I'm assuming is like right close to the final end of the, the game itself. So I go ahead, like, try to beat, like, the final boss's first form, which I think there's, like, two forms to this final boss. And I beat his first, like, this first, like, stage, but I <laughs> end up, like, losing a second stage, and I didn't, like, save a specific point. And so it transports me all the way back to, like, uh, like the beginning part. I think at the beginning part of the last part of the stage or something where Ooh. I had to face off against the first stage boss again. It's like, oh, Really? I mean, really, I had to go through this entire stupid boss thing where he's, like, shooting, like, five fireballs at a time while going around in some sort of endless circle. And, yeah, that's just basically what it does. It It's very reliant upon you recognizing a lot of the patterns of some of the bosses. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, like, that difficult to an extent where, say, it's entirely random. But I found that when I was constantly moving around for this, like, this first form of this boss, it's like... Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this and see if I don't die. <laughs> but the worst part is, you, you like, share the, save, like, the same uh, health bar from transversing, like, to the one boss, like, to the next stage of the boss and stuff like that, even after cutscenes, which I kind of felt was kind of dumb, considering, hey, maybe you want to give the player a full bar of health or something like that before you end up <laughs> having to restart them past, like, the beginning part of that section of the stage. Yeah, you know, because, nice. for example, if you have like one bar of health that you defeated the first form, and you go into the second form with a fucking one bar of health with no lives left, that would be so terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what are the <laughs> what are the cutscenes like? <clears throat> the cutscenes are not that bad actually, which is very surprising since this was one of the first games really to have really in depth like uh, cutscenes in terms of, uh, well for that time, they were kind of revolutionary because console games generally didn't have, like, cutscenes to the extent that Ninja Gaiden has. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. they're sort of primitive and sort of like an action movie-oriented type of feel, but I'm actually kind of enjoying the simplicity of it all. It just says a lot about the atmosphere and the tone of the game itself. Because it's focused. like this... It's Yeah, it's very focused. Like, it's serious. You have, like, various forms like a Ryu Hayabusa just, like, uh, going forward trying to save like his uh, girlfriend or something, like Irene, I think her name is, some from like, uh, like this this boss that you're facing off against, so it's called Jacquio and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, the fir- the entirety of the first game was to just go ahead and just try to f- defeat uh, the main boss of that. Oh, God, I forget the, the name of the boss now, but uh, I think Jacquio was actually the first name. Actually, yeah, it was. Jacquio was the f- name of the first guy. You're facing off against a guy called Ashtar. Kind of looks like this uh, this samurai type of creature, <laughs> which you know the whole thing for like Ninja Gaiden in general. That series deals with like with like battling uh, demons and all this other shit in order to try to just uh, just in order to try to just to save the world or something from like a portal being opened and stuff, and all these demons coming out and just uh, ruining the world. <laughs> but. Uh, I feel like after I finish Ninja Gaiden 2, I'm probably going to be going... Re- I'm going to be probably purchasing the third game. Because I heard the third game is even harder than that. But at the same time, it's... It, I, apparently it's not, like, as great as, like, say, the first two. 
which I, I don't even know how that is, considering that both games, the first two that I've played, they're really similar in terms of gameplay, but harder level design. <laughs> yeah, bullshit level design. Yeah, it definitely is bullshit level design. When you're going <laughs> forth and you have to be so pixel-perfect precise and stuff to where you can actually knock out enemies, or the enemies just knock you off or something like that if you just jump wrong or whatever the hell... Mm-hmm. It forces you to be patient and precise, which sometimes doesn't work well. <laughs> yeah, it's different than what you wanted to do when you right right when you ran into the level. Yeah, definitely true. But other than that, that's pretty much what I've been playing for this week. <laughs> cool. Right, cool. Actually, makes you want to check out a Ninja Gaiden game sometime. Oh, you yeah, definitely I've never, should. I've never, I've never played any of them. It's really cool the mechanics. And I, where and you I'd can rather just... play the old ones, honestly, than the. I like the older ones better, only because it's not in a 3D type of environment and stuff. It's not like an action, like you know, like a stealth action type of feel, or maybe like just a third-party action game. It's it's a side scroller, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you have the wall crawling, crawling mechanics, and like you have access to various like ninja weapons and stuff. You actually have another meter or something where you can use like ninjutsu moves or even like shadow move, like shadow clone stuff. It's really cool. Hmm. Sounds cool. Yeah, with the save state stuff, it makes those games a little more tempting. Oh man, yeah, you're telling me out. when I when I went through Castlevania three and even the original Ninja Gaiden, those were lifesavers. Yeah, I can imagine. That's what it completely changes the game. It does. Sure. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. <laughs> Puts that you know you're not starting over all over again. Yeah. The price of death is a lot yeah. more bearable. They're still fun though to be had going back and not using them and like just trying to see how far you can get. So. That's true. Yeah. That's 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 a different thing. <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, but I don't know, do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Okay. I don't know, like, cause I, I figured we might. You could kind of jump in with yours for uh, what, I'm, what I've been playing because you've been playing a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, but I'll come in with you too. All right, just jump in when you feel. Okay. Cool. You need to. Uh, but I'm still playing Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm pretty much outside of a game of Madden here and there. Don't not really playing anything else until this is done. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week where I felt like I was going to get to that point where I'm just going to start playing mostly episodes, like main episodes of side stuff. And I've kind of got to that point now where I'm just I think last week when I did the show I was like episode sixteen or seventeen around there, mm-hmm. and today now I'm like episode thirty two. So yeah. I'm cruising. Yeah, I'm cruising through it quite a bit. Uh, and some of the missions, uh, we talked about off the podcast. Uh-huh. Some of them you can, I've had a couple where I finished under 10 minutes. Yeah. And there's been, you know, a lot of them I'd say are around the 20 minute mark. Yep. On average. But then there's. Long ones, 45 to an hour. Yeah, there's a few 45 minute to an hour ones I've had, but I've, but like maybe two or three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the more I get into the, the main story, I have definitely. Um, Enjoying it, especially the stretch I got into the, the mid twenties to the early thirties where I am now. Um, it is a lot more cutscenes, a lot more. It feels a lot more like, more like oh, Metal cool. Gear, which is that's good to hear. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird because just uh, Big Boss uh, Venom Snake mm-hmm. is doesn't really say a lot still in these. Yeah, he's very quiet. It's almost it? like a silent protagonist. Yeah, at times, like if I, I, I as I'm playing this game, the more I think of it is, is like he did all the audio like two or three years ago. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I believe it was, because um, he did it before Ground Zeroes. Wow. Ground Zeroes was a year and a half ago. Yeah. So, from I'm assuming he had to do it in 2013. Yeah. Sometime, to get all this right, done. Probably. 
So I'm wondering how much of the script was finalized and how many cutscenes right. were planned out for uh, Ground Zeroes and um, our Ground Zeroes are probably pretty, pretty well planned out, but how much was planned out for the rest of the game? Because yeah. there's so many like long cutscenes, um, especially in those that section I'm ta- I was talking about, where like there's a whole like um, probably hour or so of cutscenes in that time, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really he only has a few lines of dialogue. Yeah, the whole thing. It, it, Does it, it feel kind of weird to you? Yeah, it really t- it sucks. It takes you out of it. Yeah, it, it. You know why I think it does? I think it's because a lot of times when there's a you know, silent protagonist, it actually feels like that's you. Yeah. A lot of times when I'm playing that game, I like especially the cutscenes. I feel like it's not me. Yeah. Like it's like you're playing a really cool character, but I think it's kind of a little bit of what it is. Well, it works better in first person games because he talks because... sometimes. So yeah, it's and that, weird. that's what's weird. He didn't talk at all. But I mean, I would be that'd be. Really bad Metal Gear game, though. Yeah, especially, yeah, Metal Gear. Because uh, I actually have voice actors and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, and that's, honestly, the entire time I play that game is what I'm thinking about is that I'm like, how much, like, this feels like this was, like, done after the fact. Like, <laughs> 90% of the dialogue you hear from your side is, like, Tro- Troy Baker doing, um, he is Ocelot. And then yeah. you have Miller. Is that who you hear on the comms? Um, I believe, I'm, I, Intel the whole time? That's Miller. Okay. Um, but then Ocelot has a lot. Um, was, I, believe, I believe Troy Baker is Ocelot. Okay. I keep getting their voices. I think you're right. right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but I, really, I mean, the voice acting is fantastic. Yeah, like, it's really good. It's just really, it's just really weird, like how quiet it takes you out of it. Like how, yeah. like it's almost as quiet as quiet. Yeah, like <laughs> quiet almost has as much, as much dialogue as uh, Metal Gear or uh, Big Boss in this game. Yeah. Well, because I don't want to spoil it, but there's this whole long cutscene you have. Um, at one point, I mean, it's a ten-minute-long cutscene with Skullface, uh, who's the main uh, protagonist of the game or antagonist, uh-huh. and Big Boss. Not not a line of dialogue. It's just ten, like almost ten minutes straight of Skullface talking, <laughs> and it's it's just like Kajima. he's just standing there. I'm just like he's <laughs> he's giving you all this information, yeah. and it's just like. Uh, you know, like after all this, like you don't have anything like a wow, maybe a holy crap, like it's just I don't know, it, it's just it's, weird. It's kind of cool. It is weird. I agree. It's kind of cool though how like if you start looking, how they tried though really hard with like his facial expressions and like the way he like movements well, and stuff. Could you like, kind of make up for it? Really, I mean, the Jimmy cool. Productions are really great about like yeah. that Actually, kind of stuff. It reminds me of Lincoln a little bit how they do that with all like body especially. language and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I think you know when, when Waker was a little more exaggerated, though. But yeah, yeah, to, you know, because that he really had to. Yep. With, with at least with Big and Boss, he has some voice. Even acting. Skyward Sword, it's like it's a really? lot like that too. Okay, but, but I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it does. It's not a big thing, but it's just it just takes you out of the scenes a lot. Yeah. I mean, especially in this section where it's like a lot of cutscenes in this short amount of time. Um, but no, I really enjoyed the story. Uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit. It's kind of out there, but there's there's like there's like uh, basically two endings. Not really endings. So what what it is is that there's two chapters of the game, uh-huh. or like at least two that I know of. The first like thirty something chapters is or like thirty chapters is just chapter one. Yeah, the fir- yeah first thirty episodes is chapter one. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just one. I had no idea. I, and then like and then like so. God, it's hard to, minor spoilers so when when you finish chapter one I'm not going to tell you what happens in chapter one but then it's like next time on chapter two and it gives you like, all, like <laughs> it's like a TV show thing where it's like <laughs> kind of like it's like that's really weird watch an episode it really feels like um, 
I don't know if you guys watched 24. I've seen a few episodes here and there. It really feels Never like seen it. Kojima watched a bunch of 24, like in between Metal Gear Solid, after Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> He's like, man, that show is awesome. When you get that guy. They got that guy, and they just did 24, the TV show of Metal Gear Solid. That's what it feels like to me. It could uh, be. Just everything about it, it feels that way. Uh, but no, I, I'm still enjoying it story-wise. It's fantastic. Uh, there was a thing in the in the in the twenties that really pissed me off. Uh, it's very time sensitive stuff that can like basically hurts if you don't do it quick enough. Root like hurts everything you did the prior part of the game. Ooh. Um, I told you off air what it is, Justin. Oh yeah, um, I remember now. So that's really upsetting. Uh, it hurt a lot of progress. Like it really destroyed a lot of progression and time spent on the game. Like made yeah. it almost pointless. Um. But overall, with the gameplay, I'm still really having fun with it. Like, sneaking to a base, even though I'm done, like, I'll go into a base the third or fourth time, I'm still having a lot of fun going to that base. Because it's a little different every time. Um, even though, like, maybe the guards are kind of in the same spot, the same amount of guards. Um, it's still... Something always happens. Even though you yep. like, you have a plan, something always comes up. Yeah. Uh, and it's they, actually pretty amazing how that happens almost every time you go somewhere. Yeah. It's just... It's a difference. In, it's not the same... All right, I'm going to hit this guy up in the, in, the, in the tower. He's on the same four corners every time. Yeah. The exact, it's not like that at all. No, they're like little they're different. They're similar things. Sometimes, sometimes they're huddled together. Sometimes they're all spread yep. out. Um, it just makes it every time different. Which yep. is, it, it makes it, it's not exciting every, like the second or third time you're going to this base is not as exciting because you know where you're going. Yeah. But it adds a different element to it. So it's not the same boring thing. Like yeah. Far Cry 3 had that problem where like, you would take over base and maybe the, like, or you would take these guys on the base, and then you would go back to that base and like kind of like you pretty much knew exactly where all the guys were going to be at, um, to a certain extent. Uh, so it kind of made it very easy to go through it again. Uh huh. Um, so it, I like that. It, it's it feel it is just, it's a great. I don't. Know, I, I really don't want to go with this really anymore, but I think they do a really great job of the stealth and recycling. Um, different areas like the areas yeah. you're going through multiple times and it gets you to try uh new things yes like i recently discovered uh capture cages those are fun yeah you catch I, little animals yeah uh, once you can't catch just running around you gotta set them up in, uh, you set them up in certain places like in the water or the desert you'll catch different animals when you leave a mission it's pretty cool yeah i kind of oh. like a black mamba snake oh, really? and nice. uh some weird little and a white mamba there's like a tortoise thing <laughs> yeah like a tortoise, I think. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. And another cool thing is as you progress through the game, like, the enemies get better equipment. So yeah. they might have, like, uh, riot suits or shields or they all have helmets. Um, there's actually uh, uh, the walking gear. Yep. There's actually, they have decoys. No, oh, oh, the you... first time I discovered one of those, it freaked me out. Yes. So it's You're like... shiny. <laughs> it's just like, it just shows, like, it's a guard with a gun and he's staring, but it's actually just, like, a blown up, like... Uh, person, I went to go like, uh, full of air. Shoot one in the head with a sleep dart. Yep, I did the same just thing. Just popped it, and everyone knew. Yes, that's what me too. And I went up to actually choke, grab one. Mm-hmm. And it just like flopped around. <laughs> yeah, you got like CQC. It, it was then. hilarious. So that's cool. And there's you can do those. Um, you can deploy guys and go out and take out. Like it's cool. Like with the you have you have like your uh, team that goes out and does like little side missions for you. They can earn stuff for you. There's actually some missions they can go out and they can uh, like. Uh, What's that? When you just jump the, attack? The, oh, uh, oh, I can't think of what it's called. But you just pri- almost surprise kind of thing where you just yeah. ambush. Uh-huh. You ambush um, enemies like cargo trucks, and you can like take them out, and it'll like less enemies will have. There'll be less cameras throughout the world. Mm-hmm. There'll be less uh, shotguns, uh, 
flashlights, helmets. Yeah. So that's cool. I forgot about that. So the supply makes, stuff. Yeah, you'll take out their supplies, so it makes it a little harder for. It makes it a little easier for you throughout the game. Yeah. Which is cool. They eventually come back after a couple of days. Yeah. You have to go back and do it again, but it's it's really cool. Yeah. I kind of little attention to detail. I have a question for you. What's that? What's your favorite uh, little moment, like besides the story and stuff? Like this is something maybe it happened to you during the game. Besides like the blow up. Uh, Soldiers. Do you oh, have anything? Um, my actually has something to do with this. It's kind of I, almost to do with the story. Oh, how, that's cool. In like how crazy the story gets. So there's one part I under I misunderstood what I was supposed to do. I thought it was to, like to capture this guy, um, but I was supposed to follow him because they were going to interrogate this enemy. And I was supposed to follow the guy to lead you to the. the you to interrogate a prisoner. Uh-huh. I was supposed to get the prisoner. I didn't understand. I thought I was supposed to get the interrogator because oh. he spoke a language that I needed to understand. So he was, he was like, oh no, he's a translator for the interrogation yes. or something like that. So I I took out him and all the guys around him. I, I did the Fulton thing and took him out. <laughs> and like, they're like, boss, you can't, now we don't know where the prisoner is. So instead of just, in most games you would just fail right now because you, yeah, you did it wrong. I did the same thing. Okay. So most games you just fail. That's game yeah. like start over because you did the mission wrong. This because you did it, they just change how you, you figure it out. You have to still do what you're going to do, but you got to figure it out now. you got to go talk to but, someone and find out where he is. But now you got to do it faster because now the interrogator, or the translator's not there to help the interrogator. Yes. So now they can kill the prisoner because they'll know something's up. Yeah. So instead of just failing the mission, now it's like, okay, you, well, you screwed this up. You start the, booking. You start running. Yeah, and then you got to figure, you got to choke guys out. you got to, like, interrogate other guys and figure out to kind of narrow down the thing. Uh-huh. So it's just like, even though you don't do it the way you're supposed to do it, it's, it's set to. up so you can do it any way, because you, almost any way you want. I had one mission where I was supposed to like, you're supposed to like follow this truck to the spot to find, like, to figure out where they're taking this stuff at. And I failed the mission, like I, I screwed up somewhere and I failed the mission. Um, but I knew I figured out where they were sending it to. So instead of following that truck, I just ran straight to that location. So awesome. I skipped all of that. I found the truck. I did what I was supposed to do, and that I, did, I beat the mission in like eight minutes. So there's like I'm thinking maybe I did that like that too. It's the airport one. You arrived yes. to the airport. And, yeah. So um, stuff like that is like probably one of my favorite things. Is you don't have to like there's multiple ways to finish a story uh, yep. or a mission. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of some of my favorite moments. It's just like that little oh cool. Okay, I'm like oh crap. I did. I got to reset the whole damn thing over again. But no, it's like it's a really cool thing. Oh sweet. I can I can. There's nine different ways I can tackle this mission. Yeah. I totally agree. That's but, cool. Do you have any favorite moments so far? Or? Oh man, I can't think of the song right now, but uh, it's actually this. It's simple. It's just one moment I was uh, going up to like a little uh, post, mm-hmm. and there's a song playing, and it was nighttime. I can't. It's the '80s, like all the music from the '80s. It's really cool. Yeah, I can't think of the song, but it sounded so cool in the video game. Well, I'm just sneaking up on people and taking <laughs> them out, and uh, man, that was cool. Just yeah. hearing that that song play. I can't think of what it's called. That, that... That is really cool. Like it's like take on me or take, uh-huh. take on me. Take, oh take no! Me. Yeah, it's just like, like and it's just so cool. I'm playing this game and that's just going on and people are listening to it. <laughs> yeah, attack. and that's just like really good. Like, I took the tape and I'm like, that's mine now. Yeah. So like, actually, at certain bases, they'll like uh, they'll have like a cassette player somewhere. I and love. Player. I love those. Are my favorite ones. With yeah. The music. They really they'll are. be blaring music, and you could go and like you, you'll hear it. All, all the soldiers are listening to it. And you can actually <laughs> steal the cassette tape from them. And, and you can yeah. now you can listen to it anytime because you have like, a <laughs> Yeah, if you if you get to those missions, try to keep the music playing as long as you can. You want to hear it? Yes. Just assassinating people. It's pretty cool. I still recommend the game. Yeah. 
Are you? I guess you have you. Do you really want to? Do you have anything to add on to it? Or uh, no, I haven't played as much as you. Re- I need to go back. I've only played like once or twice the last couple of days. So. Okay. Well, I, I'm. There's a good reason for it. Yes. So I guess I'm done. <laughs> why don't you tell us why you haven't been playing Metal Gear? Okay. Uh, this Friday on the 11th of September, I just picked up. Can't. See, yeah. Gotta yeah. Make sure you gotta put the number for the. the I just month. picked up Super Mario Maker, and uh, this game is awesome. Uh. I was really looking forward to it, but I was kind of like uh, 80% wanting to make levels and stuff like that. I was going to get it regardless just to try it out, but now I'm like 120% into this game. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's, incre- like, this so cool what you can do when it, like, uh, oh, what was I was going to say, I'm sorry, a lot of stuff here. Oh, uh, just to start off, uh, it's not really a spoiler because if you buy the game like within the first five seconds... It's got one of the best openings in a game I've ever played. Hmm. It, it's, it's, I didn't really see it coming. I didn't know how a game like this would start. but uh, It has some minions that's like, Super Mario Maker, and yeah. throwing claps and stuff. Then all of a sudden, like you're in World 1-1. Huh. And that's it. So you're you're playing it. And like, oh, I know this, know this. Get a mushroom, run across the pipes, jump over that, go down to the pipe if you want to, pop up. Then you get sort of towards the end. And... Uh, Something's different here. <laughs> There's a huge gap that's missing. And it's like, oh, what a cool way to start this game. Uh, you can't finish that level until you make it. Like, what? It's you, you, It makes you go and jump for it. Oh, okay. Even though you can't. Like, you have to jump, though, otherwise you can't go anywhere else in this game. And it, it stops, it pauses you, and all of a sudden, choo, like, the, infra, the uh, infrastructure comes on the bottom screen. Or the, yeah. And uh, you have to actually finish the level. To beat oh. it. And it's just really neat. And That's you get cool. on the pole, and boom, then it starts. Then the game starts. Like, you just finish the first... Uh... So I thought it was really cool, especially for people who never played the game. Yeah. And people that have played the game. Like, that's a pretty cool way to uh, explain to someone how you're, how you're going to be playing this game. Yeah. And uh, one thing I would say about this game when I first got I was kind of confused about the unlock system. I know it's going to be nine days originally to unlock everything, like five minutes a day, something like that. But they got a patch out. And the patch was actually really confusing. I actually had to look online because I want to get all this stuff really fast. Once I started uh, getting a little used to it, about, after about an hour, yeah, there's like a way you can do. It. You just gotta uh, tap all the blo- on, on the. It's like you basically play only on the gamepad, like for uh, building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just try to every time you unlock a new thing, you can actually unlock everything like uh, each set in like 15 minutes or less. Oh. You just gotta know what you're doing. You mm-hmm. have to use every single one that's new that you got from the next set. Okay. And you also have to use like bricks and like a whole bunch of bricks everywhere and like copy them and move them, which is pretty cool actually. You can like make a whole uh, structure, yeah. Then outline it, copy it like with a uh, uh, I think it's L and Z, L Z, and then you move it over, and that actually helps out a lot of stuff when you're when you're building stuff. But uh, the uh, interface is incredibly intuitive, which was I figured it would be, but it's just super easy to use and. Uh, there's a lot of things you can, like, I've been experimenting with adding certain things, uh, like adding wings to certain <laughs> things. Some things don't work, yeah. and uh, it's cool to f- try to figure out what does work and what doesn't work. So I got a Bowser, right, and uh, you can add a mushroom to him, and it'll make him pretty big. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to add another mushroom to him. He gets gigantic, uh-huh. and he goes, no, or like, uh-uh. Then, like, another mushroom pops out of him. You can only get him so big, oh, whatever, okay. but it's pretty funny. Uh, little things like that. And, uh... There's a, there's a bunch of weird little Easter eggs in this game. It's like, uh, I was actually playing some online games that people made, which is actually pretty cool, by the way. 
I'd say about out of uh, I probably played twenty to thirty levels so far and beat them. About eighty percent of them have been okay. Yeah, kind of bad, but well, there's some really good ones in there to be expected. Yeah, and it's like who who knows who's making these levels and this came out and stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, like there's this weird Easter egg where like I fell down a hole, and then like I didn't hear the dead the death sound, you know, of Mario and like. You hear Mario, and it's cool. Oh yeah, one of the coolest things about this game, actually, it's a small feature of the Wii U that not people, not many people know about. It's the 3D sound speakers that uh, most games don't use on the Wii, on the gamepad. Yeah. So like, you can hear stuff like over here, like all around your head. Oh, because like surround sound kind of thing. Yeah, it's like that. It's pretty cool. And uh, you hear Mario. He's like, Whoa? like down in the dark, and you hear his footsteps running around. It sounds really good. Huh. And you can hear him running over here to the left, and you hear him knocking on stuff. And then like that's like then he starts like talking to himself and like scratch you can hear him scratching his head because he doesn't know where he is and then, then the di- the death thing comes. There's a bunch of weird little uh, Easter eggs like that. Hmm. But uh, someone made that level or was that one of the levels in the game? That, that's just uh, someone made that level. Okay. But uh, they didn't mean to put it in there. I think it's like random stuff oh, okay. that's in the game. I've been finding new stuff like every day I play it. Uh, sorry. Uh, I want to say uh, uploading is extremely fast. It's like 10 seconds. It's oh. pretty cool, actually. That's cool. Yeah, uploading in. It's, uh, the play one takes about 10 seconds, too. You push play, then like 10 seconds later, then like the, the tile comes on, and then you can play their level. And okay. It's actually really... So it's more like... I was worried you have to like download each individual level. No, uh, you can download them, too, but you okay. don't have to download it to play it. Okay. It's, it's strange. Like streaming? Yeah, so I guess you can download it to bring it to your collection, then mess with it and tweak it, and, oh, oh make their level into my level now, or that's whatever cool. you'd want to do. Yeah. Uh, that's, so that's pretty neat. Um, I can't stop playing this game. Kind of like Middle Gear. Like it's two of these games came out too close. I think uh, two completely different games. Which yeah, I never played a game like this, and uh, I can't stop thinking of ideas. And I've actually woken up, kind of like Middle Gear too. <laughs> I, I've woken up out of my sleep with an idea. I get up and I have to go make a level, or at least get a part of a level made because you can just save it. You know, we'll go back and work on it anytime you want to. Yeah, it's like oh, I think like oh, it'd be so cool to start a level out like that. Oh. A lot of times, so I'll start at a level. Then, I'll hour later, half hour later, however long it takes, got a whole level made, and I, just, I can't stop once you start. You start coming up with all these ideas, hmm. and that's that's a, that's a really awesome thing about this game. Like, the limit with this game is you. Like, I'd say if you're not sure about making levels, uh, at least I'd say give it a try just to. I wouldn't say buy this game just to play other people's levels because you should really make your own levels. Yeah. Like this game is that is where the bread and butter of this game is. Yeah. Making levels. It is mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, I would definitely say it's a must buy for most Wii U owners. Yeah. Definitely. Um, oh, some of the levels I played. Uh, there's some themed ones. It's kind of cool. You know how you can have the. Uh, you can actually unlock different 8 bit sprites. Uh, with amiibos or by doing challenges in the game. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty cool to see some theme levels people make. Like, uh, there's one on <laughs> Donkey Kong I played. That was pretty sweet. Hmm. It has all the hanging things you gotta hop to and hop oh, over okay. these uh, big like blades coming Donkey down. Kong, yeah, yeah, Country. exactly. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, like the arcade Donkey Kong where you're a jump man. Yeah. And it's funny because at the end of the top, uh, Bowser was there. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, this game is awesome. Right now, I'm thinking of ideas yeah. to put in levels. And I actually, I really hope you guys, I hope you too, Tyler, eventually get this game because I want you to, 
I want you to play my level. I want to see what levels you make. Yeah. I really, that's one of my most exciting things, is having someone try out my level. Yeah. Like, I had my brother come over, and he played uh, a couple, and he's, it was fun to see, you know, to see how he uh, took it, where he, where his mind, how I design a level, is that actually, like, a good way to design a level? Yeah. And the, I, I feel like I'd be getting better. Like, the first couple, I go back to them now, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like when I first, like, started making music. I go back, I'm like, oh, like, man, I, I've come a little ways from that. Like, I, I feel like it's really made me appreciate uh, all the simple Mario games that I've loved over the years. Yeah. Like, this, oh, it'd be so easy to make this level. There's there's things you must think about. And there's there's things that you have to think about, too, where, like, oh, if this person falls down here, is he going to get stuck there and trapped and frustrated and he can never leave the level? That's not a good level design. No. Like, there's so many things. Like, I, I proof play my levels probably 40 times, <laughs> 50 times before I put it on. Like, I, I go back, and it's fun. I never get bored once. I go back and back, and I change things and mold things. Oh, it's just a barely too... Someone that's not quite as good as timing the very end edge of the jump, you know, might not get that. So I'm going to... On this level, I'm going to take that back a little hair just to help someone out. Yeah. But then, like, later on in the level, you know, I'll keep that same distance because they got this far. They need to be learning by this time. Yeah. Things like that. So so can you make it, like, 1-1, one, 1-2, one, 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 Can you make it your full full you, length, like, Mario game, or is it just, like, one level? Kind of? You can only up one, one level at a time. Okay. I mean, or, I mean one level. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> They're not Puberty. branched together when you upload them. Okay. Of course, correct. Uh, but you, you have your, like, database all your level it's actually labeled one 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 two one three one four so okay. on and so forth like for a long I didn't even scroll all the way down but uh, you can you can set it up in your thing like that okay but you you can't like upload a whole this yeah. is my Super Mario but game I mean, like, which you, I understand so you can basically make your own full length Mario game though if you want yes, to yes you can that's cool yes you can and I have a feeling the, the tool set is incredible I understand why they actually I can see why people are frustrated as well we talked about this why they had the uh, unlock thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, and if, if, if you uh, got it all at once, there'd be a lot of things you didn't know about because you didn't get a chance to figure it out. It could be a little overwhelming for yes. some people. Yeah. So I, I, I see both sides, but I'm glad they had the update because nine days, what I wouldn't even have like two or three things to lock now. Yeah. So I'm glad they had the update. So okay. that's a very good uh, uh, addition. Okay. <laughs> uh, one, actually, one more thing. You guys have any uh, more questions for me? Uh, not really. Jack, have any questions? Not really. <laughs> I'm gonna be playing Mario Maker pretty soon, though. Very okay. cool. Uh, do you have it? Yep. Actually, I've had it for the past few days. Just haven't had a chance to crack it open. <laughs> Very cool, man. Did you uh, open Metal Gear Solid Five yet? Nope. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I feel like you just you bought that game just to just upset me. <laughs> you were playing. You were playing. Just playing bought it. the game just Jack. to have it sit on my shelf for years. <laughs> Jack. That's happened before. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to try my levels out, man. All right. I want to try yours. It's gonna be cool. I'm gonna be trying a bunch of levels once I get this game going up. Oh yeah. Yes, you will. There's a uh, about an unlimited amount. Dude, my brother I, came over. He's like, "This, this is the Mario game that never ends." I'm like, "Dude, yeah, pretty much." Dude, this I so cool. want to freaking just try out some games in the Mario Three format since I really mm. that's a nostalgic one for me. That that one in the world are about my uh, Super Mario World themes are my favorite. Yeah. The three one's really cool. The way they made the sprites for certain things that weren't in the game. Yep, it's 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 pretty sweet. Cool. Huh. They're all they're all cool, but the one I've used the least amount, only because I think I played it uh, so much recently, is the new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I have but it's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. 
because uh, wall jumping. There's, you go back and you play that one. It's cool how different each theme is, like uh, how it plays. Like, it's so much easier to play the new ones. Yeah, there's because you, you can save yourself like so easily with a wall jump. It's awesome. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But it actually really made me appreciate the new one too because they made a lot of changes that you know that actually really changed up the game quite a bit. Yeah, it's, you, it's a whole different. Yeah, change the entire way you make a level and stuff. It's not just yeah, it's not like the older ones. So that's that's a good point. I never thought about like. Simple things like the wall jump, yeah, completely change the way you build a level. Uh-huh. On that. So that's cool. It's neat, yeah. Uh, that's that's basically it for me, though. I mean, uh, go out and get this game if you can. Seriously, it's I gotta talk about. I want to play it. Just probably could be any time this year. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But uh, hey, there's always a few big games that fall over uh-huh. the next year, though. You know, so you gotta pick and choose what ones and, you want. And I actually like it because it doesn't have a story right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I can go to any time I want to. And I like that with the whole like the it's one really one one cool. two kind of thing where there is an infinite amount of freaking Mario games in this in this game. Yes, you, you find if, if there's a way you could find out like I hope there's a way you can like they set up to like you can follow somebody. You can. Oh, you can. So you yes. Can just, okay. Uh, people have complained that it doesn't work as good as they want it to. Like okay. Certain, I don't. I'm not too sure about that though. But you can follow. I've actually followed uh, a guy from Game Explain. Oh, okay. I mean, he does he does some pretty cool recreations. He did a Super Mario 64 level. Okay. The first level, bomb bomb. Oh, uh, I can't think of the other part of that name. Yeah, I know what you're talking it's, about. It's that. really cool. Right, yeah, there's even the king bomb on top. That's cool. Yeah, it's sweet. There's so, so much stuff you can do. But like things like that, and like you can, but just the fact that you can, there's like I said, an infinite amount of different Mario. Like you can play full length Mario games, mm-hmm. and you get some talented people out there that can make like an actual really well, yeah, put together Mario game. That sounds really cool. Yes. Uh, one more thing. Oh no. <laughs> uh, sorry, I hope I just can't wait for one of you guys to play my levels. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. Well, Jack, to see what you think of it. Jack's got to play. He can't open Mario Maker until he finishes Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, <laughs> That'll be hard. And then Jack's Jack, are you here? Jack's not here. He's gone. Uh, Jack's gone. Jack's dead. I killed him because he didn't <laughs> play Metal Gear Solid Five yet. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead. Oh, you were done. I'm sorry. Yep, right? that's okay. fine. I just want to make sure you were done. I All was, right. Yep. Okay, well, let's move on to our topics then. Uh, should we start? Let's start with the Nintendo uh, stuff here. Uh, nah, we'll wait. We'll wait till Jack gets back. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll start with the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, we are recording on Tuesday, so I don't know if more news will come out throughout the week. Was that today then? Uh, the, Some of it. The play, yeah, it started today. Well, or today for us and. Um, I don't. I don't really Whatever it is. It was one. Yeah. The Sony had a press conference at like one a.m. Um, I think Eastern Time. I think Japan's um, ahead of us. Monday night. Yeah, they are ahead of us. Um, I believe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but they had a press conference uh, for for the Sony or for PlayStation. So some of the things that were talked about uh, were uh, PlayStation uh, changed the name of the VR or the Morpheus to PlayStation VR. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so that's just gonna be the name. Pretty generic, but it works. I think if you want. Because I think a, it's a lot of homes don't know what 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 the Morpheus is. Yeah, that's and it's very simple. I think it works. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot easier to tell somebody the name. Yeah, oh, you don't have to explain what Project Morpheus is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, you, you do. Mean, have, well, you do have to. With pl- but not pl- VR. VR. It's like oh, v- virtual, oh VR. I'm like tell me what VR means. The name explains itself. Yeah, it's very simple. So that works. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I like I like Morpheus, but I actually think VR is a better name for 
consumers and everything. Yeah. Business-wise. Especially for the first batch of them coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's switch to that. Yeah. Um, also announced, we kind of talked about last week, but Kingdom Hearts 2.9 has actually kind of been re- announced as Kingdom Hearts 2.8. So we awesome. basically had it right, but it's... Um, it's 2.8 said 2.9. The confusing thing is, and I can't quite figure out what uh, they're saying, um, is it's actually just an HD remake of Drop Dream Distance, which is a 3DS game. Uh, but it also has... Dream Drop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but it also has uh, Kingdom Hearts Point Two Birth by Sleep, and then Kingdom Hearts X back cover. So, but it's only like... So basically you... from what it's uh, been announced right here, it seems like you know both of those games, Reap Drop Distance and Birth of Sleep, were games that were uh, supposedly take place before the events of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, but after Kingdom Hearts 2. So all of these yeah. are kind of like just leading into the prologue thing into Kingdom Hearts 3. Like the Birth right. by Sleep was a PSP game that was released a while ago. Then the Dream Drop Distance obviously for the 3DS, but the back cover is kind of a new thing. I think is probably the demo possibly leading up to Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Uh. Well, um, what I understand though is that it's it's Birth by Sleep point two. So is it the entire game? Is it just? Are we just getting Dream Drop Distance HD remake? It's and probably then, more than just Dream Drop Distance, man. I mean, if yeah. I don't know the the articles that I read, they're kind of confusing. I read, excuse me, I read them too. Yeah, I don't. They don't really explain it very well with what we're getting on that. Uh, but no, it's great. It comes out sometime next year. Uh, the one that I think uh, Jack is most excited for, but is Danganronpa 3 is announced for PS4 oh. and Vita. I know. That, that's oh, actually yeah. kind of surprising that uh, Danganronpa 3 is coming out for PS4 as well, because that was mostly a, like a Vita exclusive thing yeah, like, uh, for the first two cool, games. So. Yeah, you pretty much sold me on the Danganronpa games uh, last year. They are very good. Yes, I've been wanting to play them, so I'm hoping that... If we get three, maybe we'll get one and I two as well. Definitely look into it. Yeah, they're so they're pretty, very good. It's kind of like how nine 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 is to a certain extent. Only oh. it's by the same developers. I think Spike Chunsoft. So okay, they are good they're games. A, they're a crazy they platformer to uh, reacquaint people who don't know what the Danganronpa series is about. It's about like a kind of like a uh, kind of almost sort of like an evil, like demonic, like plush bear called Monokuma. Like uh, trapping these uh, group of high school students and stuff inside of like uh, like a school. This is the events of the original game. They trap them like he traps them like in this particular school and stuff. They're supposed to be the ultimate inside specific spots, like the ultimate sports, like sports gym, like uh, athlete or something, like the ultimate this, the ultimate that. And so the key thing is like uh, they are forced to kill one another in order to survive. <laughs> so it's sort of like a battle royale type of uh, deal. Is it? It's kind of like the Battle Royals slash like Ace Attorney kind of thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because yeah. uh, how you decide upon who's guilty is you go to a court system sort of trial sort of similar to uh, Phoenix Wright, only they have little oh, mini yeah. games and all this other stuff that's added in. So it's Sounds really interesting. an interesting series, and I'm, I can't wait for uh, the third game in it because there's supposed to be something releasing this year as a result of, like, say, a weird... Uh, like a third person type of shooter, I think it is. Yeah, I saw that. It's coming to the Vita, I believe. Definitely is interesting. I'm probably gonna try that out pretty soon, sometime. Yeah. But uh, they were they have been working on the third one. Just really excited to see that it's been announced. So Yeah. 
It's cool. I'm, hope, I'm hoping one and two eventually come to the PS4 because I do want to check that out. Well, the third one came to the PS4, then obviously they're probably going to get the first two. It'd be weird to like skip the three on the PS4 because that's not the only thing that came to the PS4 from the Vita. Want to segue that? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, thanks for calling it the segue. Uh, <laughs> but Gravity Rush uh, is being re-released for the PS4, uh, but at the same time they also announced a sequel. Uh, Gravity Rush 2 is also coming to PS4, and I believe that's also on the Vita. I absolutely love this decision by Sony, because, for one, Gravity Rush is a very underrated game inside the Vita. Very good. It was free at one time for part of their PlayStation Plus service when they were still offering, like, uh, some of the full Vita games for free, like Uncharted, Golden Abyss. Obviously, yep. Gravity Rush was a part of that. So those for free. I'm not too sure if they're going to handle this to say like a digital download because it definitely does sound like the type of game where they're probably going to charge maybe 15, 20 bucks for it to be downloadable. Yeah, it's got to be. But it also makes me wonder what they're going to be doing for a sequel because the game in yeah, itself, the original, is not very long. I've heard about. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting though. But it also kind of seemed, it kind of like uh, makes me question too because a lot of the mechanics of Gravity Rush were very Vita-centric to where you had to use the touchscreen for certain amounts of stuff, so mm-hmm. its transition to the PS4 is going to be kind of interesting to see. Yeah, well, we talked about before the show um, about, like, Tearaway. Yeah, was, I was, was going to say that, yep. was uh, recently released on the PS4, um, and I heard they did a great job of porting it over to the PS4, so I imagine the things you could do, I mean, these guys aren't going to, re- they're not stupid, they're not going to release these games, especially with the sequel Oh yeah. Um, to the PS4. They're going to be pretty smart, I think, about this. Yeah. Um, also announced uh, Yakuza 6 is coming to the PS4, finally. <laughs> uh, and they're re-releasing uh, origi- the original Yakuza. Um, I don't know if it's coming to America, but I know it was at least it was announced through making it in Japan. But Yakuza HD is coming to PS4. It's huge And PS3. Yeah, yep. I have never played one, but I've heard they're pretty fans that like them, man. They're yeah they're into them. Well, it's kind of like I talked about like uh, last week with like Sleeping Dogs was it's it's GTA on a smaller scale, but more mm-hmm. um, China based. It's in Hong Kong, uh, okay, cool. more martial arts fighting game. But this, it's basically it's GTA, but just whacked out crazy. Everything crazy about Japan that you hear about, yeah, it's in this game. Oh. It's like, but like in a GTA open world kind of thing. That'd be pretty cool. That actually sounds yeah. pretty cool. That uh, makes me want to be in that world, though. I, it, I've always liked the like Japan world, like neon lights and the cool city skylines and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it's anything like that, but I always <laughs> like that nightlife. There's a lot of stuff I heard you can do in this game. Crazy stuff. But um, that's that's cool. It's coming over to to, uh, to North America. Uh, I think they're like two ahead of us, actually. In, like uh, Yakuza games in Japan. Uh, but it's got a pretty large following. I know people that have. Uh, I think Yakuza. I think this is the Yakuza, the Yakuza that people. It's been out in Japan for a while, uh, mm. so people like actually, but because there's no restrictions on buying stuff, you know, overseas or whatever. So people will like create a J- Japanese account, PS PlayStation account, and buy the game digitally, oh, yeah. and then like download a uh, like a translator thing for the people made for the game so you can watch the cutscenes and understand what's going on wow. that's how big of a support the, like some people have for this game wow. like, that's they, it is amazing ex- the people that do that with their time yeah the, but that's that's how much love this this game has yeah. for uh, for people it's surprising it's been this long I don't think we've got a Yakuza game in quite some time it's been three or four years I think um, 
Also announced Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's already gotten DLC announced. Uh, there's going to be uh, coming out eventually. It sounds like December or early next year. Yeah. But we're getting a Jack the Ripper uh, DLC, which will be coming out. It's going to be 20 years after. Excuse me, after Syndicate. Oh. It's going to be standalone as well, so you don't have to actually own Syndicate to play the game. Uh, it's part of the season pass. Oh. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. It sounds. I think you, I don't think you guys play. I think you play as like the detective, or you're, I think you're going to be the assassin that's going to help find Jack the Ripper or whatever. Um, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't Assassin's Creed, I'd be more interested. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah. that one game had that too. First Light, last, what is that? The uh, infamous game for the PS4. You get the standalone DLC. Second Light. I think oh, Second Sun. Second, yeah, yeah, yeah second, second Sun, but they, what was it? it something was Light. Something Light. It's First yeah. Light, I think it is. Yeah, well, this isn't the first time. Uh, I know Assassin's Creed uh, 4 had this, where you actually play as your right-hand man. He's mm-hmm. also the uh, former slave. Yeah, they did a standalone thing. Oh, uh, you could get it without. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was well, it was a Sony exclusive, like okay. but like 360. Jake was actually pissed because he bought it on Xbox One, but found out you actually had to own uh, Assassin's Creed Four to play it oh. on Xbox One, but not PS4. <laughs> and, and you've been seeing this more and more often. Saints Row Four did this with um, oh. Gat Out of Hell and things. Oh, so yeah. I like the idea they're going. I mean, these aren't cheap little five dollar DLCs. These are full blown twenty dollar DLC packs. Yeah, and they've got a lot of content in them. Yeah. So I, that's kind of cool that we're getting these full con- uh, content DLC things. It's not a big They're starting off. to become more like expansions of anything else. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so I like that's that. True. I, if there's one thing I really like about this generation, I hope it, I, I like that the, probably the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that continues and the, the quality stays good. Um, Bloodborne is getting its first uh, expansion. All awesome. the Hunters. It's coming out on November 23rd for Japan. No announced date yet for uh, North America, but I imagine. That's kind of weird. Probably about the same amount. Well, this is the Tokyo Game Show, so. Oh, well, that's very true too. But uh, so I imagine we'll probably be getting it around the same time um, as them. Yep. But the game they, this, the, I think yesterday they also announced that uh, Bloodborne has sold over like two or three million copies. That's very successful. <laughs> so for a exclusive to PS4, that's really it's really good. That's fucking Especially awesome. Especially for though. a niche kind of yeah. audience. For like an that. exclusive yeah. to do that well, just for its uh, initial launch instead of a year, that's really big for Sony's. Uh, yeah. That's really and big. it came out in like February or January? I think it was March. February or March. Oh, yeah. Got but, um, no, that's that's great. Especially, like I said, it's, it's a niche audience kind of thing. Um, it's also kind of like, it's good. It's, it had the Dark Souls brand behind it, kind of. But it also... Um, you know, it, it was it's a new title, so it was if people jumped a lot more people jumped into the series that probably would have. Um, but also that was announced was uh, there is a new Resident Evil game coming out. It is called Umbrella Corpse. Huh. Uh, I, it's kind of like the part of their celebration for uh, the 20th anniversary next year of um, Resident uh, Evil. Resident Evil series. Uh, it looks like yeah, it's going to be a multiplayer shooter uh, it's, game. So <laughs> whatever, it's like mercenaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we watched the video before the podcast. Uh, it doesn't look bad, actually. No, it doesn't. I was I was expecting like I I keep when I heard about it, I got flashbacks to that Raccoon City uh, game they made for 360 and PS3 a few years back. That was one of the worst games I've ever played in my entire life. <laughs> uh, so I was getting a lot of flashbacks to that, but it it didn't. It, I, I thought it looked comparable, more comparable to Dead Space, kind of. It, it did, and it, you know I don't know why. The first thing I thought of when I saw the trailer was when we played Doom multiplayer one time on 360. Oh yeah, but like, that was really cool. Yeah, but remind me of that because like it seemed pretty close quarters. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like how that Doom one was, and uh, yeah, it's, it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I could like pay sixty dollars for it. That's what I'm wondering because it sounds like it's gonna be online only. But if it's really fun down the road, if it's sixty bucks, I'll pick it up when it's cheap. Yeah, and that, that it's and if you guys want to play. It's early 2016, so I'm wondering how much they put into this. It'd be cool if it's like a twenty dollar download. I would be cool with that. Like, I that would be pretty sweet, or a thirty dollar download even, yeah. and like. If enough people bought it, that'd be cool to like play with friends. Because mm-hmm. it looks fine for right now, but we've only seen a couple of minutes of a trailer on one map with a couple like obviously well put together sequences. So I'd like to see more, but from like what I what I expected and what I got was uh, two different uh, sides, I guess, uh, <laughs> opposite sides of the spectrum there. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I thought that's pretty much the majority of. Also, we had a World of Final Fantasy. We got a trailer for that. I honestly don't know much about that. Do you know anything about that, Jack? The World of Final Fantasy? Yeah. You know what? Other than the initial trailer that I saw during E3, I still have no freaking clue what this game is about. <laughs> yeah. It, it's been so sparse with info, and they just showed another trailer, which, hey, that's that's fun, but I'm not really interested in it. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, I don't, I'm not the biggest Final Fantasy fan. I enjoyed Final Fantasy on the Nintendo. I'm waiting for Final uh, Fantasy 15, but I'm just still just... Psst. <laughs> but did you did you buy ever buy that prologue one they made uh, not too long ago? Sadly, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, but moving on, uh, some Nintendo things have happened this week. Uh, Nintendo has a new president. Um, I, do you remember his name off the top of your head? Oh, I, it looks like. It, I'm not gonna say it. Well, well, sh- I was such a Shigeru Miyamoto. First one <laughs> popped up. <laughs> you <think> Shigeru Miyamoto <laughs> the first thing. It, it is uh, Tatsumi. Kimishima. Yeah. That's probably not anywhere close to how you pronounce it. Tatsumi, we know that. Tatsumi Kimishima. I think. Uh, But he has announced as the new president of Nintendo. Um, It's... He's been been along... He worked... I believe he ran the Pokemon company for a long time. Yep. And he uh, ran a bank, too. He was... okay. Did he run the Pokemon company? He ran a bank. Yes, He was a part of the Pokemon company, and I believe he was Nintendo of America's, like, president for a while, too. Yeah. Before Reggie, right? Uh, yeah, I believe that was correct. Um, also, oh no, uh, but it sound, But they also, oddly enough, changed uh, Takata and Miyamoto's job titles. <laughs> they were co-running the the, the show after. Um, I just forgot the former president's name. Iwata. Iwata, thank you. Satoru. After he passed away, they took over for him. So they they got a new president. And they changed their names. So now they are fellows. So now they have technology. Takata Takata is a technology fellow. Yep. And then creative uh, fellow and creative fellow is <laughs> for I love those code um, names. I do too. <laughs> so kind of what I've been uh, what what the rumors are is that uh, Miyamoto and Takata are still like they're not they're going to be doing their normal stuff, but they're also going to be kind of more of um, the right hand man of uh, Tatsumi, where they're going to kind of it's it's almost going to be like they're the they behind seem, the scenes presidents kind they of. They seem more laxed. Yeah. Because they, uh, Miyamoto was like a general manager, I believe. Yeah. He was well, a... and Miyamoto's always said he never wants to, he doesn't, he never want. he never wanted the president's job. That's yeah, his yeah. Thing. He likes to be more of the, the creative and game development side. I think this is good. Yeah. After like looking into uh, what he's been saying and stuff, I think, he actually says, uh, it's like his, it's like an interim CEO he is, like a president. He's like, probably going to be only a president for like a year. Yeah. Like, he wants... He's 65. Yeah. He, he wants... Uh, he's not uh, against an outsider, too, running the company. Yeah. And also, uh, he wants, like... They've actually... Iwata, I think, before he passed away, they were talking about, like, wanting someone young 
and they actually Iwata didn't want him uh, to be the president. Oh, okay. Because not because he didn't like him, because he's old and he agreed with him too. Because yeah. I'm, I'm like 65 years old. Yeah, stuff, so. that's about. And from what that was another thing we that was kind of like rumored and read about was uh, that they they think he, he's 65, like you said. Um, he's probably going to be president five years at most. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like it's like an interim. It's we don't really have anybody in place right now, mm-hmm. so let's just get somebody in there we trust. He seems like a smart businessman too. Yeah. And it sounds like I think they're going to kind of stick with the Iwata's plan for yep. whatever he has. He's been yeah so like respectful of his plan and says uh, yeah moving forward they're going to uh, keep rolling on that yeah I everything think the, with the NX and everything the I think that's what they're looking DNA. for is they wanted to just kind of get something that's not going to rock the boat mm-hmm. not going to try to rewrite right not trying to redo everything they want to just something that's on board with everything they're doing until they kind of get the next guy yep. in in play or next or woman um, yeah. in play to take over the company in 2020 or whenever it's going to be. Um, but no, it sounds, it sounds like a smart move for the company for right now. It sounds like they need someone to they need take some, the reins. They need a figurehead. It's, they're making the best out of a pretty shitty situation. Yeah. Uh, that's still crazy. Two months ago. That's yeah. That's sad. Uh, but what about Definitely. you? What about you, Jack? Are you pretty, what, what, are, what, do you have any opinions on the, the new president of Nintendo? Well, you know what? I do kind of uh, understand why they had to like go with a with uh, with uh, the president, so that's a little bit more familiar and stuff like that. I think Justin really put on really touched on some things I was going to say too, like about how yeah, he's probably going to be there for maybe a year or two at most, possibly because his age is up there, like past sixty. I mean, Iwata was like sixty three when he passed. I thought 50, 50, 55, 54? fifty five, fifty four, fifty four. He was, young. he was young. Yeah, yeah he was. He's young in comparison to say like uh, relatively young in in comparison to what who they have in now and stuff. It's like yeah, that's so that's almost seventy years old. From my opinion, stuff like that, I I like this move right now and stuff. Considering, hey, they got to try to find somebody to train, maybe someone a little bit younger or some that's probably going to put them inside of a good direction leading forward. I think yeah. this was a great move, and considering that this guy that they have in is sort of. Is sort of like a good businessman. He's really well liked, apparently. I'm yeah. sure he wasn't the first choice that Iwata had, though. But they needed somebody trusting. They need somebody to lead their new console into possibly like into fruition. Plus, they're focused yeah. in the mobile market, so you have this guy who has ran things in the West, who's very familiarized with the West's logic and thinking at the helm of the company, where the they have to prosper here in the West if they want to try to have this console before. And the thing about it was, this is the same man that protected the faults of the Wii U before it came out as well. So he knows a bit mm-hmm. what he's talking about in terms of the appeal mm-hmm. and everything else for trends. So not, I wouldn't be too surprised if we get something a little bit different in marketing or in terms of, like, say, game like appeal-wise for Nintendo's NX console or even... Even something future along the lines of the end of, uh, say, the Wii U's life cycle of the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Right, true. Maybe our next console will actually have internet support. Uh, <laughs> Maybe a hey. better internet. <laughs> <It's so weird. laughs> yeah. Uh, this voice chat. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the friends and, thing. And parties. And friends. Yeah, that's that's basically it, though. Third party support. But that would be cool. So, yeah, that's pretty much my uh, take on things here. <laughs> okay. But uh, stick with Nintendo. Oh, uh, yeah. This week is Mario's 30th birthday. September 13th was, yep, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, wow. so it, it made sense for when Mario Maker came out as a celebration of really the, of his yeah, birthday. Yeah, it, it was com- yeah, completely random, too. They didn't plan on that. Yeah. It, it works out time It works out, out good. Yeah. 
Um, but I figured you put it in there, but I was kind of thinking about what to talk about. My question for you guys is, um, is if you can take three Mario games, you're going on, you're going on a boat, you're going on an island, Ooh, you can like only this. take three Mario games to play forever and ever until the day you die. Oh. We can we can discuss if you want to do if we want to do the side stuff like Luigi's Mansion or Captain Toad or uh, any of those things, but just strictly Super Mario's three D right, okay. or two D. How about anything? Or actually, you decide. Well, I was thinking, do like do we just get games that are, like Mario is a core character, or do we? Because it is a Mario. Because you got smarter sports games and Mario Kart. Yeah, I guess not including Mario like Mario just sports games platform like any non. Your Mario is the main character. And it's not like a sports game or a racing game. It's got to be like an actual like platform or things of that. Nature. Okay. So I get. Does anybody want to jump on this? I'll do that. Games they could think. Okay. Go, you go okay. okay. Super Mario Brothers three, Super Mario World, and Super Mario sixty four. Those are the three I would have. I know that for a concrete fact. I've played them both. I've played all of them over multiple times, and I know for a fact that I would still enjoy them years from now. <laughs> nice. This is very hard. I'm not gonna lie. Do you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay, so really I was thinking about this at work today. I kind of got my mind figured out. Super Mario 3D World Ooh, would be number yes. one for me. Uh, two, uh, Paper Mario uh, Thousand Year Door. <laughs> there you go. That is another one for me. Heck yeah. And, oh man, I really don't. Third one's kind of tough. I, I think I'd probably go Super Mario Brothers 3, though. That yeah. third one, that third slot, yeah. It is a pretty incredible game. Yeah, but, I mean, Thousand Year Door, <laughs> I fucking adore that game. <laughs> Uh, I wish we got more good Paper Mario games out there than the ones we have. Uh, Super Mario 3D World is probably one of my favorite games I've played in the last few years. Yeah, I'd um, have to agree with you there. As far as fun goes, I've never. I've, I've, it's probably the most fun I've had playing a game in a long time. It's yeah. There's not. There's like no imperfections in the the way that games uh, designed. Like, Other than the last level. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that level. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I've watched you play for hours. Road. Road. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tyler. I now know how it feels. <laughs> Let's see. Um, man, this is really hard. Okay. This is going to be crazy. My number one is a game that I've never beaten. This is going to be a big sadness right here. Super Mario World. Uh-huh. I never beat Super Mario Nope, but I used to watch my brothers play it yeah. endlessly. And I was the Star the, Worlds and everything. I was got to the Lost Woods and then I got lost and then I just gave up with the game. <laughs> Hence the name Lost, Lost Woods. Yeah, They're like the water. Thing. Yeah, you I never figured out like a secret door. I, could never I got it. there when I was like seven. Obviously, the internet wasn't around then. I'm going to beat that game by the end of this year. Okay, mark my words. <laughs> can't be on the podcast after 2016 if you don't beat that game. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, uh, going to be Super Mario. Gosh, I'm sorry. Uh... Oh, it's hard to pick between these two. Super Mario Galaxy. Ooh, I didn't think about Galaxy. That's a good game. Two. Okay. I like one because of the whole little hub world, but two I think was this this pushed it and level design and everything else. So yeah. number two, Galaxy Two. Then Super Mario sixty four. Okay. Which I might actually switch that to the number one. <laughs> Doesn't matter what. I'm no not, order. I just mean, yeah, it's the top yeah, three. But like really, this three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Super Mario sixty four. Because I, I, I was considering because it, it first makes first game I played that was in the three D world. Yeah. That's literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's that, incredible. Yeah, that game was fantastic. That time is fantastic. Still, I've been playing that on my three DS recently on the old DS cartridge. Oh okay. 
Yeah, it's awesome. It really works. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. just crashing Mario into walls and stuff, and like just doing a lot of various crap with the 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just so cool. I was thinking about this question earlier, and I'm like, man, like, do we just include anything? Because technically, it's Luigi's 30th birthday too. Yeah, Will we count Luigi's that's... Mansion? Do we? Because like, if it, if we included everything, like that changes the game completely. Because it would be like Luigi. Luigi's Mansion would be on there. Captain Toad would probably oh, be gosh. in there somewhere. Yes. Because I fucking love. I, I wish Captain Toad. Yeah. I played before uh, I got before Christmas because that would be my one of my top five games of last oh, year. I agree. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing here about the birthday Mario's birthday. I want to say, man, that thirty years is a long time. That's older than I am. That's yeah. just crazy. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other game character who uh, you might not say is like super relevant. I think he's pretty relevant. Oh, he's very. I think yeah. he's relevant today. Like you say, Mario, everyone knows who he is, and his games are still getting 10 out of 10s, 90s. They're still some of the best games that come out. Like, yeah, they are relevant. Rated, highly regarded. Like, And that is... I, I'm probably missing something. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty rare Like to, to find a, a video game character that hasn't died. Like, and, just, and they're still pushing it. And they, they never went away. Inventive. It never had like a down period. It didn't have like a research. Like, Mortal Kombat's still very relative around here, but it had like... Really, after Mortal Kombat two, it like it went away. Like there's a lot of games, but nobody really gave a shit about them until about four years ago. Yeah, and I still say that there hasn't been one as good as Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers two, uh, middle, or Mortal Kombat two since that one. Yeah, personally, and, that, and, and that's you look at just like like so many games that were really popular in the eighties, nineties, gone away. Because Sonic, it, Sonic. I mean, oh, that God. game has been the same since Sonic Adventures <laughs> on Dreamcast. Um, you could say that was pretty much. It, the game was like the Resident Evil 4, I think, for a lot of for Sonic fans, as far as like the beginning of the end of really good Resident Evil games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you they, know what? The main... They perfected it, and they ruined it at the same time. The yeah. main bottom of the That's barrel true. was Sonic 06, though. I mean, that was the bottom uh, of the barrel. You didn't play Boom. You didn't play Boom. <laughs> but you had Sonic <laughs> Boom. Boom. That's pretty low there, too. But uh... it's Oh, it's it's another one of the 06s. Oh, my Maybe gosh. worse. Maybe worse. I haven't played it. I mean, that's just the thing, though, about like the Sonic franchise in general. I mean, it it did have great games and stuff, and all of a sudden you get past the mid two thousand and it's like Sonic. Where the where the fuck went wrong with this? It's like Sonic Team forgot how to make a fucking Sonic game. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's thing where like I think a lot of people have they have these really iconic names or characters from the eighties and the nineties or whatever. And they don't know how to. They don't do a really good job of translating them over to the new generation nope. or kind of expand with the times. Yep. And you can really say it about Nintendo. And I don't want to go like you know yeah. Nintendo fanboy on this, but they've always done a really good job of expanding and evolving with the times as far as games go. Yeah. Not so much tech wise, but game wise, you can always say their games are fantastic. Yeah. Like with Zelda, Definitely. Mario, and, Donkey Kong, and even like uh, their their uh, tech wise, like their games, they. they they squeeze every last drop out of the system. Yeah, but I mean... And it looks awesome. But you know where I'm going with it. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, they don't, they don't That's not their main involved. focus. Yeah. But with the, with the games, though, they've always done a fantastic job. Um, even, like, something like Pokemon, uh, for, for instance. But, no, it's it's really cool. I mean, I think if it wasn't for Mario, a lot of us, we'd probably be doing the podcast right now. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't... Video games wouldn't be a thing right now. It would never happened. Went for something, super, something as simple as Super Mario Brothers. One of the most influential... The free sure. packing game, <laughs> yeah. What you know? That's crazy. It's probably the best game on Nintendo. Which is weird. They almost did the same thing that last uh, last generation with the Wii. Wii Sports. Yeah, with Wii Sports was. Yeah. I think majority of people that, that bought the Wii probably would say that was their favorite game on the console. Mm-hmm. 
Especially uh, all the new customers never played games much. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're uh, they were fifty when yeah. Mario came out. My so. dad, I wake up, my dad's playing Wii Golf. <laughs> I remember that. That was I'm always like, oh weird. Oh my god! Yeah, like, I remember. Was, he won't touch Mario because he has to like actually do things with the buttons. Yeah, but he he's playing golf. <laughs> yeah, over, every night. <laughs> they did something. That's amazing. But um, no, it's really cool. Happy birthday, Mario! Yeah, happy birthday! It's awesome. Oh, if you get a chance, there's some YouTube videos with the the voice of Mario. Mm-hmm. Watch him. That guy is so cool. Yeah, Charles Martinet. He like, man. Yeah, he's such a cool dude. Like, yeah. He actually kind of reminds me of Robin Williams in a way. Like, this is his personality. Yeah, he, yeah. He's very cool. He does a lot of cool voices. Check him out. He's awesome. Yeah, he does some... I've seen some very of Very nice guy. Cool. Yeah, he does a lot what of... a cool job, though. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It's going to be the easiest job in the world. I know. Like, every so often you go and go, Yippee! That's what he says, too. Woohoo! Like, like, every, every so often you go and you got to update that. Let's go. I love that shit. That's cool though. Uh, I guess kind of moving on. I guess we're we're off topics. Unless you guys we missed something. You guys want to add something? To I the have show? one little thing. Uh, Super Mario Maker has a, a new level coming in uh, Smash Brothers uh, for 3DS and Wii. U looks cool. Mm. Comes out September 30th. Yes, okay. I'm really excited for that. I I bought all the levels and the characters. You bought? Uh, did I'm, you buy the Mii Fighter co- costumes too? No, I did not buy those. So why? I did buy uh, the King K rule though. <laughs> just because I don't know why <laughs> I had to buy that one but yeah. Justin's fired um, so, <laughs> uh, I don't know Jack do you have anything you want to add going before we go into the conclusion uh, nothing really of significance okay uh, we'll go into the wrap up of the show though um, if you guys want to hear more from us we are on Facebook we have a page and a group we are Generation Gaming on there so like and uh, join our group on there um, we also post stuff about the show when it's coming out um, some new stuff here and there uh, but if you guys want to say anything to us, go on there and say something. We are always up to talk to people. Um, if, uh, if you want to hear, you want we have a YouTube page, uh, so we have some videos on there. We haven't done anything for a while. <clears throat> we need to work on that. Yeah, we should. Uh, the tw- Twitch, we need to get back into that. We were doing really well with it for a while, and then I kind of fell off too. I'm not doing a good job of selling us right now. But uh, also <laughs> on Twitter, we actually do tweet sometimes. Is Gen Gaming Net? We're Gen Gaming Net on YouTube, Twitch and Twitter so follow and subscribe on there and if you like the video click on the like button by my junk yeah. bring that back because Jake's not here um, <laughs> but uh I guess that's really it for plugs Jack do you have a retro game of the week for us yes I do it is Super Mario RPG <laughs> the Legend of the nice. Seven Stars made by Square Enix right yeah it was a coin it was a it was a joint, joint. thing by uh both Square Enix and Nintendo at the time. So, when Nintendo was still close to Square Enix and stuff, they collaborated upon a game that culminated into Super Mario RPG. What it was is it took a lot of the basic type of uh, story, like character elements and stuff, from Square Enix and certain story mode elements, but mixed it in with the quirkiness and sort of the level progression style of, like, Nintendo. So, both were able to, like, establish an interesting story underneath like, uh, all the simplistic gameplay and stuff. Because, basically, it was sort of like a a Final Fantasy-type game only made by Nintendo, pretty much. So, you'd have, like, say, references to certain, like, Final Fantasy games. Like, say, Clulix, the secret boss inside Super Mario RPG, which is inspired by Final Fantasy IV. And even has the, the boss music from that when you do fight against him. I think it's hidden in Monstro Town, I think it is. Or in Rose Town, I'm not too sure. 
But uh, Super Mario RPG is that type of game where the gameplay is really simplistic. You basically have to go for You just select a command. It's a turn-based RPG. But there are certain moves where you have to press the A button, I believe, in time, like specific moves in order to do like more damage to an enemy, which it keeps you more engaged and not like just select and then all of a sudden watch the move unfold. Because honestly, I whenever I play an RPG, I instinctively do that. Because ever since, like, uh, because Super Mario RPG was like the first R- the first actual role playing game I played, like even before Pokemon. So I went forth, and ever since that playing that game, I generally from this day still press the A button, like in time with the attacks, thinking I'm going to do more damage, and I know it doesn't. <laughs> That's just one little quirk, but. Inside cool. inside this game, you had a chance, obviously, to play as Mario, even Princess Peach and Bowser as well. But, uh, let's see, you had a chance to, like, play as other characters, say, like, Mallow, which is, like, sort of like a, like a cloud creature who thinks he's a frog. And then you have the star spirit that's possessed, who is uh, possessing, like, a kid's doll by the name of Gino, which uh, he has these sort of, like, uh, shot... These like sort of like little gun attacks or something like that that he shoots little pellets from his like his arms and stuff, which uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Like just experimenting with the different t- character styles, the different types of like uh, character variations. Because the character switching kind of reminds me of say like Final Fantasy VI or even like Chrono Trigger for a certain extent, where you can just interchange certain party members with one another, so that you can go ahead and just make your own type of combinations because it gives you free range of choice. Like, say, if you don't want to have... Well, you have to have, like, Mario as the main character, I think, in your party, but you can switch between, like, Mallow and Peach or, like, uh, Gino and Bowser or whatever the hell. And uh, the thing about this game that really strikes me as interesting is the game, the game, like, story arc and stuff like that, There, every time you get, like, a specific star or something like that, it's pretty much, a like, a extravagant event or something like that, because you're either facing off against bosses, say, like, the Axum Rangers, or, like, which are inspired, obviously, by the the Super Sentai or Power Rangers and stuff like that. (laughs) But, uh, the main goal of the game is try to uh, beat this guy called Smithy, who is uh, taking control of, uh, I believe it's, like, the the Mushroom Kingdom, I think it was, by uh, controlling over Bowser's castle. And it's pretty much the start of the game and stuff, where Bowser's castle gets, like, destroyed or something like that. It gets inhabited by Smithy and his group of bad guys and stuff. So they steal the star spirits, and you have to go ahead and just rescue them from each corresponding spot. I remember liking this game a lot when I was a kid, because whenever I rented, it had that sort of, like, a pseudo-type of 3D type of style where you're just going investigating, like, not like side-scrolling this, but, like, you know, basically just uh, exploring the terrain around you. This is sort of like a, a pre-3D before Super Mario 64, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for Super Mario RPG. Great game, great music, and uh, is totally worth checking out in case you want to try to play it on, say, your Super Nintendo, or possibly maybe even on the Wii's Virtual Console, since it's still available, I, I think. I bought it on there. I think it's on the Wii U Virtual Console, is it? No, I think it's just still on the... I don't think it is. It's still only on the Wii. The, damn, that sucks. The Final yeah, Fantasy... The old Final Fantasy games, like Final Fantasy IV, VI, Mystic Quest, Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, and even Super Mario RPG are all still on the Wii's Virtual Console for like 10 bucks, a, not, not, not like 8 bucks a piece. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Um... 
Yeah, very cool though. Great game. Yeah. Uh, it ties in very well to, with Mario's birthday too. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. I have been your host this week, Tyler. I have been the Jack of Hearts. Ustin the Justin, thank you for listening. Dane. And as with every other end of the podcast here, <laughs> GG everybody. Alan! <laughs> Motherfucker. I can't do it too? <laughs> no! That's not fair. What do I do? You do nothing. You sit there in silence. And we're out. Aww. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It was awesome. We get a brand new collaboration here. <laughs>